0: Last week we were discussing the mitzvah of chinuch. The gemara in Nazir, when Daf Chavtesh Madalif, the gemara says there's a chiyuv ala av lechanechet and the chiyuv does not apply to the mother. Only a father is obligated to be mechanech his son, and a mother is not obligated. We explained that chinuch means hergel of mitzvah, practice in doing mitzvahs. It's not book learning but it's actually doing mitzvahs together with him. There are a number of Gemaras that have indications that a woman, a mother, is also Chayim D'Chinuch. There's a very famous Gemara in Sukkah based upon the first Mishnah in Masech Sukkah. The Mishnah there says that a Sukkah that's taller than 20 Amos is pasul. The reason for that is because The Gemara says at the angle which a normal person would sit in such a sukkah, you wouldn't see the schach. Since the schach is very high, and the schach is the ikar of the sukkah, it wouldn't be apparent that you're sitting in the sukkah. You wouldn't fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah. But the Gemara does give other explanations why such a big sukkah is possible. One of the explanations, another explanation is that it's too permanent a building. It's a diras. Keva and not a diras aray. There are other reasons, but we'll only mention these two today. What would be the difference if the sukkah, Lemala Mama, is possible because it's a diras aray, because it has to be a diras Arai and it's indeed too big, or if the angle is such that you can't see the sukkah? The, the difference, one of the practical differences would be if the sukkah is immense, not just in height, but in length and width. It's a gigantic sukkah. In which case, it certainly would be possible if that constitutes a diras keva. On the other hand, if you're worried about the angle and you don't see the schach, since the sukkah is very wide and very long, your eye hits at a different type of angle and you would see the schach. The Gemara wants to prove that such a sukkah is indeed kosher. So the Gemara tells a story about Heleni Hamalka, Queen Queen Heleni, who sat in the sukkah. Now, we can imagine it's a royal sukkah. Uh, must have been gigantic. It was, certainly was higher than 20 amos. Chachanim came and visited her, and they did not comment to her that the sukkah was problematic. So you see from here, the Gemara wanted to prove that a sukkah, which is greater than 20 amos, as long as it's very wide and long, that sukkah is kasher as well. But then the Gemara said, of course, there's no proof from this case. Because it was a sukkah belonging to Heleni Hamalka. Heleni Hamalka is a woman whose part from sukkah. Sukkah is a classic example of a mitzvah. Says man Grama. The Gemara also learns from a pasuk HaEzrach Kol HaEzrach b'Yisrael. And The Gemara learns that it comes to exclude women, since women are not chayv in sukkah. Therefore, why do I keep the sukkah's pasuk? The Gemara goes on to say, no. Even if Helene was part from Sukkah, but she sat in the Sukkah with her children. She had seven children. At least one of them had reached the age of Chinuch. Since one of them had reached the age of Chinuch, it seems that sukkah, that that the Sukkah must have been kasher. And therefore, a Sukkah must be kasher as long as it's long and wide. But here the Gemara said clearly that a woman is chayif the Gemara says, that Hilenia Malka was very meticulous in following the laws of the Rabbanim, and they, they said that she must be in chinuch. This seems to contradict the Gemara in Nazi Dev Chavtes. Toslis in Yuvamis, in... in Yuma, asked the question, and Rebekah Eger on the spot in Maseh Hasluka points out the same question. Tosus Yishanim, in Yuma, says, maybe that case is referring to the situation where there is a father. The Gemara doesn't mention a father. But maybe there was a father. Or Tosfus says, adds, maybe she only did it le mitzvah Maybe it's only a chumra on her part. Of course, the whole force of the Gemara would be problematic. If she really didn't have to do it, and she did it le maybe... Wasn't such a good idea, but chachamim won't protest because what do they care? She's not chayiv in the first place. One of the answers that Tosas could have said is that the Gemara that we saw last week that said women are pater from chinuch was involved in machlokas between Yochan and Reish Lakish. Is it involved or not involved? We mentioned last week that you could argue about this point. I, I quoted an Arach Mishar in Maseches Sukkah as well as the Machsus HaShekel in Simon and Shin Gimel in arachaim, who discussed whether there is indeed a Machlokas. But since Tuzlitz didn't point this out, obviously Tosus thought there is no Machlokas, and everybody thinks that a woman is pater from Chinuch. Another answer that could be suggested, and I think this one might be extremely important in our understanding, is that fathers are and Chinuch for their children. But Mothers are chayiv when there's no father. Tosfos Yeshanim said maybe in this case there was a father and therefore there's a mitzvah of chinuch. I'm suggesting the opposite. There is no chi, 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 there is no father, and therefore there's no chiyuv chinuch, chinuch at all on the father who doesn't exist. But nevertheless, in such a case, the, chin, the chi of chinuch is transferred from the father to the mother. As I said, there are no gemara that really discusses this issue. But there are indications in the Gemara and Chagiga and other places that seem to indicate that a woman is Chayev and Chinuch for her sons as well. And the Gemara that says in Nazir that her mother is not Chayev, we could say that mitzvah only applies to the Chinuch for Nazirus, which is an issue that we discussed last week. The Gemara and Nazir is only referring to Nazirus and maybe not related to other mitzvahs as well. So, there are strong indications that there is a partial chi of chinuch on the mother as well, and it could be, as I said, when there's no mother, when there's no father, the mother is chayef. However, there's another point in that Gemara that should be pointed out. When the Gemara says that the sukkah must have been kasher, because Queen Helene sat in the sukkah and Chachamim never said a word to her, it somehow implies that the sukkah was kasher. Maybe the sukkah was pasal, but so what? Chachamim didn't say anything because she did chinuch. She told them they're sitting in a sukkah, they went to sit in the sukkah, so what if the sukkah is kasher or pasal? As long as the children are intent, understand that they're sitting in a sukkah, We could fool them. Tell them it's a good sukkah. The ritva in Masech Sukkah on that daf says this is a proof that the mitzvah of Chinuch is not fulfilled with a chefza that's puzzle. If the sukkah would be puzzle, you do not fulfill the obligation. You have to sit in a sukkah k'sherah. This fits in very well with what we said last week. The mitzvah of Chinuch is not educating, is not Book learning, the mitzvah of chinuch means to do the mitzvah midrabanan. Either the parent or the child is chayiv. We'll discuss that in a few minutes. But they're chayiv in the mitzvah, so you have to fulfill the mitzvah in a correct and proper fashion. The ritva adds, the the doloketoim ba'daver. The ritva says this is unlike other people who have made a mistake regarding this matter. He doesn't quote who those people are. Interestingly enough, in the edition of Masada Rav Kook, where is where a, a version of the Ritva is printed together with footnotes with a scholar, a Tamit Chacham, who pointed out all kinds of background material. No source is found for who are the Yesh Who are these people that claim that you do not need a chefza Kasha for the mitzvah of Chinuch? You don't need a proper sukkah. Those people, whoever they may be, apparently assume, unlike what we said, that the mitzvah of Chinuch is to educate them, to teach them how to do the mitzvah. But if you do it improperly, you also fulfill the mitzvah. I remember when I was a child in America, they used to sell a special set of lulav and Esrug for children. And they called it a chinuch set. When I was involved at one time in selling uh, lulavim and esrogim on the Lower East Side, as a young child, I helped someone sell lulavim and esrogim. So I thought these are definitely puzzle. And I didn't know the mitzvah. I knew nothing about the sugya. So I assumed that for children you can buy a puzzle set. And that's what they called it. A chinuch set. And a chinuch set equals a puzzle set. Today, uh, based on the Ritva, I would say this is really problematic. It's wrong to buy your child a chinuch set because the mitzvah of chinuch is not fulfilled with a puzzle set. This is the point that the Ritva made based on the Gemara in Sukkah. One p- could question, however, this premise of the Ritva. In another case, the Gemara in Maseches Sukkah says that on the first day of Sukkis. And a parent, a person, should not give his Lulav and Esrog to a child. Because the child is capable of making a kinyan. Presumably, the concept of dasa Ha'cheres Makna some when somebody is Makna, somebody transfers ownership to the child, the the transfer of ownership is valid. It could be either Midaraisa, it could be Midrabanan, but it could be that the ownership is now the child's. The Gemara says, so the child can make a kinyan, but he cannot be makne. The child can acquire, but he cannot sell. In order to sell, you require das, and the, the level of achrayas, the level of awareness that it's, that's required, responsibility that's required to sell the object is a higher level than acquiring the object. Acquiring the object can be done by das and by by the makne. But in order to be makne, you need your own das. The child has no das. So the Gemara says you shouldn't do that. Because what will happen at the end? The child will have the esrog and you won't have it. What's wrong if you don't have it? So if you're talking about the first day of sukkah, in Eretz Yisrael, it means before you fulfill the mitzvah, don't give it to the child. After you fulfill the mitzvah, you could give it to the child and then you could continue to use it all of sukkah as a sukkah shula, as a borrowed, borrowed uh, lula esrog. Presumably that would be permitted. In Chutzarts where we have two days of Yantif, so the problem would be more acute in the first day. Even if you fulfill the mitzvah, you have a problem for the second day. It could be that people, in general, want to the own, own their own Esrog, and therefore would be a problem. They don't want to use a Sukkashula. They want to use their own Esrog. The Gemara says, don't do this. So what should you do? The Gemara does not suggest what to do. And there are a few possibilities, theoretically, what a person could do. Some people say that you can give the lulav to a child on a time arrangement, a, a concept called kinyan lizman. You can give the child an, a, a lulav, let's say for ten minutes. It's which would be unlike a matan amanah slachzir. A matan amanah slachzir is a gift that's given with the stipulation that he must return it. And here is a problem of his returning it. I'm saying no. There's the child needs to do nothing. The 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 gift is only valid for 10 minutes. After 10 minutes, it automatically reverts back to the original owner. If such a concept is true in halacha, that would be a practical suggestion what to do. Give the child the Luluf and let him use it for 10 minutes, and then it automatically reverts back to the original owner. Another possibility, of course, albeit a rather expensive possibility, is buy him his own Luluf and esrug. Not a set. But a proper set. As we said, according to the Ritzvah, you need a proper set to fulfill the mitzvah. There seems to be one more possibility. Can we give him the esrog with the intention that he not acquire it? Let him use the esrog, but actually not fulfill the, the not own not own the esrog. The Mishnah Brurah and the Shulchan Aruch and Arachayim in Tafresh Numches, raises this issue. And it's very interesting to know what people actually do. But the Shulchan Aruch says one of the things to do would be to hold the Esrog together with a child. Don't give it to him to hold by himself, but to give it back to the... but to hold it together with him the whole time. The Mishnah uh, says that this really won't help for the child. Because the child won't have his own Esrog. In the words of the Mechaber, the, the, uh, the text of the Shulchan Im dami. If you give the Esrog to the child and hold it with him, that's okay. As long as it didn't, wasn't removed from the adult possession, so you don't have to worry that the cotton made a kenyan. So the Mishnah Aburah points out the, the cotton does not make a kinyan. Okay, that works. But he says, in all these cases, it helps the Gado. But it won't help the cotton because he did not fulfill. It's not his. He did not fulfill the mitzvah of taking a lulav which has to be his. And his father did not fulfill the mitzvah of the Chinuch. So the Mishnah Bruhah goes on and says there are achronim. And the Shara Tzion quotes a sefer called the Big Day Yesha. Says that you can fulfill the mitzvah of Chinuch with a borrowed as well. Because the child, the bottom line is the child is aware that he's taking a of he thinks he's taking a lulav. fine. And he says, the Mishnah, the Chavetz Chaim says, this what it seems that the Mordechai thinks in the name of the Ravon. He thinks there are people, even Rishonim, who say that this is permissible. He points out that you don't even have to do that. You can just put the Esrog on the table and let the child take it. But how could the Ravan, quoted by the Mishnah Bruah, think that you fulfill the mitzvah of Chinuch? the child did not acquire the luluf. So, there seem to be at least two possibilities. One would be that this is the Risha, in the Ravan, and the name of the, Mur- the Mordechai, in the name of the Ravan, that disagrees with the Ritva. When the Ritva says, Lo not like people who have made a mistake regarding this issue, those are the people that made as it were, the mistake about this issue. They said, you don't have to give the child the Nesra... Let him think he's taking Nesrog. However, one could certainly create a major distinction between the two cases. The mitzvah of Chinuch is to give him a lulav kasher. The lulav is kasher. The mitzvah of Chinuch is to have him sit in a sukkah k'sherah. How the child does the mitzvah in what we would call in vizker terminology the kiyum haGavra. What does the person have to do to fulfill? That's not related to the thing. That's related to him. (coughs) The child has to own a luluf. A person has to own a luluf. Maybe the mitzvah of chinuch is only to take the chefza kasha. As long as the chefza is kasha, as long as the thing itself is kasha, you fulfill the mitzvah of chinuch. So there is no proof that this Ravan disagrees with ritva. And the way we explained the Chiyof of Chinuch, it seems to me very logical that the mitzvah of Chinuch is to do the mitzvah. You're supposed to let the child do the mitzvah. Can you say that there is a kiyum HaGavra? The child really is not Mekayim anything. The child is below the age of my mitzvah. Would you say that a child fulfills a mitzvah when he does a mitzvah? Now, in general, a person who's not Chayiv in a mitzvah who does a mitzvah, fulfills a mitzvah. Even though you're not nuchoyev, but you fulfill a mitzvah. With a child, the mitzvah is done without das. According to Din, he has no das. Now it's true that you can talk about kavana. Would you say that a child doing a mitzvah creates a mitzvah? It might very well be that he has to take a sukkah, sidna sukkah kshere, he has to take a of kasher, but you don't talk at all about the kiyumagavra. He's got to do what it would be kosher for an adult to do. In terms of owning it or not owning it, perhaps there might be a difference. We've been discussing the fact that the way to do the mitzvah of Chinuch is to do it properly. But here the question would be asked, to define the mitzvah exactly of Chinuch, we would ask the following question. Is the child chayiv mid in the mitzvah? Midar a child is part of a mitzvah. Mid rabbanan, because of Chinuch, there is a chiv on the child. Of course, the father is obligated to see to it that the child fulfills the obligation, but the obligation is on the shoulders of the child. He has to do it. Or would you say, the obligation is not on the child at all. The child's not at all considered part of the story. The father is obligated to see to it that his child fulfills mitzvahs. This question is a very famous question in Rishonim. And Rashi and Tosfus differ about this issue in Masechah's Brachas, Daph and Badalif. There is also Machlokas between the Ran and the Ramban about the same issue. But we'll use the Rashi and Tosfus in Brachas and Daph The Gemara there has a case where if a person ate only part of a meal. He didn't eat a full meal. And therefore his benching would only be a <laughs> Khivrbanan. He's not biblically mandated to bench as he did not fulfill via Visavata Uve Rachta. So he's only Khaimid <laughs> But even though he's only Chayfiraban, he's considered Mechuyav and therefore he could be Motzi somebody who is Chayev, midaraisa. So Tosva says Rashi says, I'm sorry, in Brachas, so why could a child not be motzi his father, in Benching? A child is also Chayev to So once you're Chayev to Rabbanon, why can't you be motzi somebody who's Chayev? Because once you're Chayev, you're called the of Badova, like we saw in the case of a person who only ate part of a meal. He did not eat a full meal. So Rashi answers, <laughs> Rashi answers, the child is at, not at all. It's a chiev on the father. I really think sometimes, in a jocular way, I would say if a child is very intelligent the age of 11, 12, and his father tells him to bench, he could turn to his father and say, okay Abba, you did what you told me to do. I don't want to bench. The child doesn't have to bench. He knows the law is that he's not required at all to bench the father's problem. So the father tries to do his best. What can he do? So that's uh, you know would be a big for the child when the when the part of the child and it certainly would be an issue of kibud But basically, Rashi says the child is not chayef. Tosfos on the spot argues with Rashi, and he said. Tosvus says it seems very forced to say that a child that reached the maturity of, not of age, but of the level where he has comprehension and he understands what he's doing, so Rashi Tosfus says he's certainly of Mitrabanah. So you see that tosus thinks the Chi of his own child. Many Achronim have pointed out that this Tosvus has a very interesting idea. A child below the age of a mitzvah is not considered chayiv and mitzvahs in the Torah. But he's chayiv mit Rabbanan in certain mitzvahs. In mitzvahs that there's a din of chinuch. As we pointed out last week, I'm, there are certain mitzvahs which chinuch does not apply to. Chinuch doesn't apply to every mitzvah. We, we pointed out in Machlokas, Rashi, and Tosas, in Brachas, for example, of Kriyashma, is involved in the mitzvah of Chinuch. If a father is M'chuyiv in kriyashma, or the child is mukhiyev, as we would learn in the Machlokas Rashi and Toshvahs. But in those mitzvahs, Toshvahs learns the child is M'chuyiv. Now, we are well aware of a controversy between the Rambam and the Ramban in the beginning of Sefer HaMitzvahs as to the source of the obligation for people to listen to, listen to the rabbanan at all. At all. The Rambam says that you have to listen to the rabbanan because the Torah said, agidu minismol. We're not allowed to deviate from Chachamin. Therefore, we have to fulfill the mitzvah of the Rabbana because the Torah, in, in essence, told us to do such. This is, of course, is the based upon the Gemara in Sukkah and the Gemara in, in Brachas that the Gemara asks, in Gemara Shabbos, where the Gemara asks, how how can we make a bracha, How can we make a bracha that Hu commanded us to do the mitzvah when Hakarishbahu did indeed not command me to do the mitzvah? For example, of washing my hands before a meal. That's a mitzvah Rabbanan. How can I say, ah, Shah Khadzivim did not command me, Chachamim commanded me. So the Gemara answers that Chachamim told me to wash Nuttiasidaim and the Torah told me to listen to Chachamim. So I'm allowed to say God commanded me. He didn't command me specifically about the tishkadaim, but he did command me to listen to chachamim. So that's sufficient to say, <speaking in Hebrew> And the Rambam took that gemara to mean that's the source from which we learn that you have to fulfill mitzvot z'rabanan. So, achronim have questioned if that would be true. A child is not mechuyev in anything at all. A child below the age of a mitzvah is not chayv in mitzvahs. He's not chayv in either. He doesn't have to listen to chachamim. So if he doesn't have to listen to chachamim, why would we say that a child could be chayv mit rabbana? How could chacham have the power to be chayv mit rabbana? Rav Gusman, in his Sefer in Bav Mitzia, he also re- relates to this in his Sefer in Kedushin, discusses this very question, and he points out three examples of Types of people who may be chayiv Rabanan even though they're not chayiv Torah. They're not chayiv in anything minatorah. They're not chayiv in lasasar either. But nevertheless, they might be chayiv drabanon. One of these is the case that we're talking about. A child below the age of a mitzvah, according to Tosas, is chayiv in mitzvah Another example would be. Tosis in Ksubis says there's a concept of Geirus A child who converts is a geir midrabanan. Midaraisa is not a geir. Midaraisa he requires adulthood in order to convert. But Midrabanan is Jewish. Midrabban he would have to keep mitzvahs How can you say that he it does certainly not involved in Losasser He would have to keep mitzvahs a third example would be Tulsus in Rosh Hashanah thinks that according to Rav Yehuda, who thinks that a blind man is part of a mitzvah, Tulsus says in Rosh Hashanah that he still would be Chaiv to Rabbanan in mitzvahs. And Tulsus' rationale is that a blind man is different in his ptur, according to Rav Yehuda, than a woman. A woman is part of a mitzvah, so say she has man but a blind man, according to Tolstus, is part of for more than that. And Tolstus says if he would not be chayv, he would look like a guy. When Tolstus says he would look like a guy, what does he mean? Would he eat chametz on Pesach? Would he get to be mechal Shabbos? If Tosus thinks that he's chayv in Lavin, if Tolstus thinks he's chayv in negative laws, then why would he look like a guy? He would not be able to eat chametz. And since he would not be able to chametz, since chametz and matzah go together, you would assume he's chayven matzah. Kol yeshlo Since he would not be allowed to do malach on Shabbos, we would assume he'd have to make Kiddush. He'd keep Shabbos. He'd keep Yantif. Why would he look like a guy? Apparently, Tosus thinks that according to Rav Yehuda, a is part of a mitzvah, he's part of a mitzvah, as well. That means he's not included in lo sassur. It's the same question. How could he be chayv to Rabbanon and mitzvahs if he's butter from the This would lead us to a Chiddush that's printed in many, many different svarim. There's a very interesting sefer called Birchas Avos written by a relative of Rav Shlomo Zalman. And in the introduction to that book, Birchas Avos, there's a letter from Rav Shlomo Zalman to his relative praising the book. And he mentions this point there. And he says that you see from here that there's a halacha to listen to Chachamim not based only on Los Osir, Because that is the wish of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world. The Ratzon HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world is to listen to Chachamim. Anybody in the world would be required to listen to Chachamim. Even if they're not involved in Los Osir, because this is Ratzon HaTayra. Very interesting concept and it would be advisable to look in the Sefer of Rav Gussman in Bav Metziah, and in the Birch Asavos to see how this point is developed by two different Gedolim. Be that as it may, we finished one point. Machlokas Rashi and Tosris, who is Chayv and Chinuch? Is the Chayv on the father, or is the Chayv on the child? Interestingly enough, if we would read the Rambam carefully, to try to find the answer to this, we will not get a clear-cut answer. In the Gemara in Nazir, that Gemara that we've been quoting a lot, the Gemara says, the father is chayv and chinuch for his children. There, the Ein Mishpat, brings a whole list of places where the Rambam mentions the chayv of chinuch. It would be very interesting to check that list, go one by one, and see how the Rambam phrases it. For now, I'd like to point out that in Hilchas Kriyashma, for example, in Perik Dalid, Halacha Aleph, it says, It doesn't seem to say the children are Chayyaf, it says, You train the children. The Rambam also did not mention that the Chayyav is on the father. The Rambam just said, In Hilchas Megillah, Perik Aleph, Halacha Aleph, the Rambam uses a similar phrase. In the Kroso. We would educate, teach the children to read it. However, in other places, for example, in Hichas Tzitzis, the Rambam says in Paragimel HaLoch Hates, A child who knows, who's aware of what it means to get dressed, is chayev in Tzitzis. Here it seems that the chayev is on the child. And the Rambam adds the words, Kadei Lichan it's we're beyond the time already, so we will not continue in trying to analyze this Rambam. But it might be very interesting homework for everybody to look up all those Rambams and try to make up some sort of a principle when the Rambam would say the Chiyav is in the child, and when the Chiyav is on the father. It seems that according to Rashi, it tells us. According to Rashi, the the Chiiv is never on the father, only, never on the child, only in the father. According to Tosus, the Chiiv is on the child for sure. Maybe the father is required to do it, to see to it, but the child is chayev. Whereas the Rambam seems to be a little bit ambivalent on this point. In some mitzvahs, he would say it's in the father and say, would see it's on the child. It would be interesting if somebody could come up with an idea what would be the criteria for the Rambam's decision.